Mango Mustache Media. What up, what up? Sorry that I just screamed in your ear. I'm just very excited to be here. I I, what, I missed my last recording. You're, it doesn't affect your listening schedule at all, but it affects me because I was sick this past weekend with a tummy virus. And now I feel like I've given too much information. Welcome to One Word Stories, the show where we take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell. I am your host, Alex Schulte, and today producing the episode, we have Jackson Parker outside the booth. What's up, Jackson? Oh, hey. Not a lot. How you doing? Uh, I'm not, you know, pretty good. Yeah, I, yeah. Pretty good. Me too. Me too. It's really cold outside today. I don't uh, like it. You're you're hearing this on a negative 19 degree uh, low today. Is that really what it is? Well, tonight. Right now, it's, it's negative one. <sighs> so I think we go outside and get a good... Uh, a good pick of us pretending to smoke cigarettes. Oh, yeah. And, and blowing it out and using the, the I used cold. to do that a lot as a kid. I, I did, too. A lot as a kid. Right. I do it as an adult. I did it on the way here in my car when I was by myself. <laughs> like, and then I said, I'm going to get a picture today with our guest of us pretending to do that. So I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, yo. This show is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. If you do like this show and you want to you wanna get more of this show after it's done, though, we've got a really cool post show coming up where I'm going to stick around with the guest whose name is on the episode. As always, I'm not going to reveal it because of effect. Stick around. I'm going to be hanging out with him after the show to find out more about, well, um, what we're going to talk about today. The word today, Jackson, is that of the show choir you and I were in. In oh really? High school, and uh, without Avachi, uh, not v- nope. Oh okay. Celebrate? Nope, not no, celebration. Not that one. Okay, uh-uh. well that's the third one. West then. Side delegation. Nope. That's three words. Exhilaration. Nope. Is Happiness. It, hold on, is exhilaration one of them? I thought that, that was Xavier. That's Xavier. Yeah, exhilaration. I should have known by the X. Right, right. X, go and give it to you. <laughs> oh man, that's a better name. Go with that. Should have been their their show choir name. Xavier X, go and give it to you. <laughs> and here's. <laughs> X, go and give it to you. <laughs> oh man, I can so see like Dennis Green, you know, yes. from uh, um, from from KD KM- or from KMRY. No, the Jazz Station, eighty-eight point three. That's the one. I can't remember the the call the numbers. You mean the letters? The letters. <laughs> but yes. Uh, anyway. I feel like we should get into the episode. Hey, if you want to get that bonus episode afterwards, go ahead and subscribe to LAS Plus. Go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus to subscribe. Become a super supporter. I would love you forever for doing that. Um, and you're also going to get ad-free episodes of the show, too. So that's pretty cool. Bonus stuff, merch, extra content. And that doesn't just include One Word Stories. That's all the shows. I digress. I need to introduce today's guest. Today's guest is someone who I'm so fascinated with and who I've only known personally for months now and have known of for a couple years now through um, theater work uh, and just being all around awesome. I hear so many great things about you. But my guest today is Zane Haddish. How's it going? Zane! <laughs> Hey, Alex. 
Zane, thanks for saying yes to this. Thanks for asking. Are you kidding? I've been meaning oh. to get you on the show for, for months now because mm-hmm. um, you regularly guest on Historically Inaccurate yeah. with Jake Trumper. Mm-hmm. And we really met through that. Mm-hmm. But And it's funny, actually, because we ran into each other the day before we actually met. When I came into Texas Roadhouse, Texas Roadhouse, and baby. Jackson was there too. Ja- Jackson was there, and two other gentlemen. I don't remember. It was uh, Josh Wagner. Okay, uh, who is in Myths of Miria with with, with yeah, Jackson? I totally forgot about that. And yeah. it was also our childhood best friend Nick Barker, who lives out in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. And now I want Texas Roadhouse. So thanks for that. <laughs> I always want Texas Roadhouse. That, that really was good. the first day that I noticed this like cyst I have on my wrist too. Look at this. The cyst on your wrist. Yeah, it's got a new Seuss. The cyst on my wrist. Yeah, Yeah, it's a Dr. Seuss book. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And Josh was like, dude, you should just slam it on the table to pop it. And I said, I'm not about to slam my wrist on a table at a Texas Roadhouse. That would, everyone would turn their heads. (laughs) And I'm just not doing that. And also, that would hurt really bad. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to, I'm going to wait till I can afford to get it surgically removed. It might feel really good. You don't know. It could. It could be like the best sneeze. Yeah. You know? Like just a really good fart. Okay, <laughs> let's let's get into today's episode because I do want this this word to center the conversation we're having because I'm so interested yeah. on your take on this word, Zane. Mm-hmm. This was your idea to have this word. Mm-hmm. Originally, I wanted to go with discipline, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I think I think the word you came up with is so much more positive than discipline. I think discipline it, it ties comes, into discipline for it, sure. Of course. Right. I think discipline comes with maybe with some negative com- connotations sometimes. It can. It can be a very uh, daunting word to think about. Oh, I need to be disciplined. Military, this, that. You right. Know. I don't want to so, be disciplined. No, no. But you know what I do want? Al Betker, help me out. Today's word is... Momentum. And to refer back, that momentum's the name of the show choir that Jackson and I were in. in <laughs> yes, it is. In yep. high Washington High School momentum. <laughs> yes, M O L. I don't remember the calls, but they were. I mean, all... You just spell it. Momentum. Zane Haddish. We're talking momentum. We were talking momentum. So, so I said this before we started recording, mm-hmm. and I told you I would repeat it. Mm-hmm. But the most, the fascinating thing about having you on the show right now is that everybody I've had on the show so far, I generally know their stories. Mm-hmm. And with you, I don't really know your story. Um, excuse me while I try to get this timer going so we don't go over time. So I need to know, essentially, what we're going to do today is find out who you are right now, mm-hmm. and then we're going to go back in time so to find out how you got here. Yeah, So sure. help me out, and the listener, please, by giving me just a quick synopsis of who Zane Haddish is right now. So, uh, for those who don't know, who haven't seen the title of the show or listened to anything Alex has said so far, I'm Zane Haddish. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> and I am a middle child of five, uh, two wonderful parents, some lovely cousins and family who a bunch of them live on my street, which is pretty neat. So we got oh, to awesome. hang out growing up. Um, Sounds like a Disney movie or something. It is a Disney movie. And we even sing randomly, like in Disney I movies. imagine you're so, not joking right now. I'm not, actually. Yeah, it's all yeah. throughout the day in, in, in the house. So it's fun. But uh, anyway, I <laughs> uh, grew up, I went to Wilson Middle School and then to Jefferson High School. I went to Mount Mercy for a year and it was an amazing experience. Um, but after that, I realized college wasn't really for me. So I chose to go into a career path of performing arts and uh, landed in Arizona. And after that, pandemic happened and we're smack dab right here. Well, there's the episode, folks. <laughs> I we guess go. we're done here. We, <laughs> yeah, we're done. we covered it all. That's about it. So what are you doing right now? 
So I work as a uh, commission-based phone salesman at, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say the name you don't of have the to. company. You don't have but, to say names um, of companies. Just because, you know, they're, I don't know if they're picky about that, but um, that's but what I'm doing right now. It, so You're also a brilliant actor, oh. um, um, <laughs> performer, and health guru as well. Sure. Um, you know, you, you, and the biggest thing I think people might know you from is your shrug or hug. Oh gosh. In, yeah. Uh, in, in Iowa, Iowa city. city. Yeah. So I do this uh, weird thing on weekends. I'm actually on hiatus due to the weather. Don't Makes sense. I wouldn't get go sick or get anybody else sick, you know? Um, and it's pretty cold and mm-hmm. started working, you know, over a lot of overtime and stuff. So, um, Basically, go down to Iowa City. We, uh, I have a sign on me, a big sign that says free shrugs and hugs just for the folks down there who are having a rough time or looking to elevate mm-hmm. their night in some sort of way. And I give out free shrugs and hugs. And on Saturdays, traditionally, not right now, but traditionally, I hand out uh, free snacks for the people down there. So it's really fun. <laughs> you are perfect. No, you no. bring so much happiness to this world. I, I, see, I see in you that you've see, you're like, I'm just going to leave this place a little bit better than I found it. That's in the notes. Uh, you ha- sorry, for those who can't see, I've got a thing of notes here on my phone just to make sure we're staying on track. At least I'm keeping the my thoughts in, in line. You're already by um, far the most organized guest. Oh. Nobody comes <laughs> with notes, and I love that you came with notes. Yeah. And I'm curious to see what kind of notes you brought. Now, the, the, the word mm-hmm. today, today is momentum. It's momentum. Because so let's the reason... Uh, go yes, ahead. please. No, no, no. <laughs> you go ahead. Why did you want to talk about momentum? Well, I actually first want to start by asking you a question. Mm-hmm. So think of a time in your life. It could be leading up to now, but what's one thing that you've stuck with the longest, and how did you do it? I mean, is it a hobby? Or it can it, be anything in your life. I mean, it can be brushing your teeth. It can be anything. Like I, I anything. do brush my teeth every day. Every day. Um, I some, some days I miss it on like a, a day where I'm home. Mm-hmm. Hannah hates that. She's my girlfriend. <laughs> she thinks that's gross. But um, I play video games a lot. Video games? Okay. You know, I don't feel like these are like accomplishments that I've kept up no, with. No, no, but no, I'm going to try to answer your questions here. So let's let's go to let's do brushing your teeth, right? Okay. So how do you manage to be consistent brushing your teeth? Um, I feel embarrassed by going out without having my teeth brushed. Mm-hmm. I would be self conscious. So I feel mm-hmm. a sense of confidence when I have brushed teeth. And so when you brush your teeth, you're doing it for, A, probably good gum health, good teeth health, keep a nice yes. pearly white Al- smile. Also, I was told that flossing is going to add seven years to my life. There you go. So I need to floss more. So flossing, me too. So <laughs> I brush my teeth plenty. I do not floss enough. Floss. So flossing is the next step. Flossing is the next step. Yes, I need okay. momentum towards that. Perfect. So, so building momentum. So over your entire lifespan or whenever you were able to, whenever your chompers came in officially, you've been brushing your teeth, mm-hmm. brushing your teeth, mm-hmm. and you've done it every single day. And it's not like you're brushing your teeth half hour a day. It's like a couple minutes a day, right? Two minutes. Little and, by little. Until the, the toothbrush turns itself off. Oh, oh, you have like a timer. You have like a uh, electric. electric. Yeah. Oh, cool. It does wonders. Oh, it does. It's, it. it's a real game changer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I've got electric, but it's just like, beep, beep, turn on, turn off, you know? Oh, yeah. No, so. my, mine like goes, uh, it doesn't turn itself off, but it goes zzz, 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 when you're done. Pulses. Okay. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. But I, sorry, please continue. But anyway, um, on that note, you're you're doing this consistently, right? It's like you're getting better 1% at a time. You're not brushing your teeth for a half hour a day, like I was saying. It's just for a couple minutes a day. So in order to create momentum and to display it and maintain it, which are the three steps I'll be talking about today, we've got to get better okay. 1% each day. The- and I'll, I'll go through them. I'll go okay. through them. Okay. So first, with momentum, and let me 
scroll down here, Excuse consult me, the, the notes here. There are three steps, and if you have a pencil or paper, I highly recommend writing these down, or uh, notes in your phone works just as well. I find that pencil and paper, though, really helps with connecting. Um, I'll get out my notes app. Getting your notes app. Here we go. Hold on, hold on. Oh, i got to open up uh, <laughs> notes. Uh, uh, new note. Momentum with Zane. Okay, Here I'm ready. I'm ready for this because okay. so I knew bringing you onto the show was going to be really good for my listeners because mm-hmm. you you do have a consistency about you. You you're you're disciplined. The word I, I did not want to use, but you have this momentum about you. You're so you you just keep doing things that are good for you and good for the world. And I knew that this would be good for not only the listeners, but it's something that I really need to hear too. Oh, good. So I'm hoping to learn from you today, to be honest, because yeah. I actually reached out to you not too long ago mm-hmm. about um, when I saw you and I said, I was like, oh man, I need to talk to you about eating better. Yeah. And you yeah. said, reach out to me about eating better. Just send me a mm-hmm. text and we'll, and we'll see what you like to eat and we'll put it together. Mm-hmm. And the reason I never reached out to you, dude, is because I was like, I'm not going to keep up with it. I don't want to waste his time. Oh, and well, I was really considerate of you. So <laughs> I, I, I do. I appreciate you it. But, but again, this is for, for you. So let's, let's, let's hammer it. Let's get it down. Let's get into it. So let's do this. So you can consult these notes. And if you're at home, like I said, please grab a pencil, paper, or notes. We're going to get started right away. So first step in momentum, as it be, you want to create it. So creating momentum. Creating there are two, uh, you can just put like number one, number two. That's what I'm doing. Right underneath it of creating momentum. The first one is find your itch and scratch it. Right? So how did you, when you first started singing, Alex, what did oh. you do? Um, did you just start singing randomly, Hakuna Matata? Or I mean, yes. Or but who, um, who influenced you? So that's a great question. Uh, it was Mrs. Erickson mm-hmm. in fifth grade at Erskine Elementary School. I didn't know I liked singing until someone told me that I was really good at it, and oh. that brought me so much joy. Oh. And um, I remember I got my first solo in fifth grade, oh, wow. and it was about ten words long, mm-hmm. and I... Um, I like improvised the note on the last one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And did, you like, did you like hold it out, or did you like, do it, a little so run or something? Or? It was about teachers, and at the end he goes, "And they act like hams." And I went, "And they act like hams." <laughs> as a ten-year-old, and everybody thought it was the greatest, mm-hmm. and like nobody made fun of me for it, but everybody right. like we all had fun together, um, and mm-hmm. you know, so that was, that was that was how I got the bug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you found really your itch and you scratched it. You, yeah. you got your solo and you did it, right? Very positive experience. And so the next thing, so under number two, so after finding itch and scratching it, we make our blueprints, right? So we're creating. So what was a time probably in your adulthood when you were writing a song or doing something? What did you have to do in order to, like, let's say you're writing a song. Because mm-hmm. you, do you, you write music? Yeah. yeah I was yeah. going to say, you, you have I haven't in um, a couple years now. <laughs> right, but you but have. But I, I have written plenty of music. Plenty of yeah. music, right. So in order to do that, you don't just have a song that's just like, all right, let's go on stage. I will think of a song right on the spot, blah, blah, blah. I Correct. mean, sometimes for fun, you might do that. But... Actually, actually, that's funny you say that uh-huh. because we do do that sometimes. <laughs> we have an improv band that oh. makes up songs oh as, my gosh. as it happens. Where do, where do you guys do that? Um, we did it at Penguins a little bit ago, mm-hmm. and um, we're going to do it again at CSPS for an improv incubator. Oh, my gosh. It's the, it's the alter ego of running in place, so we call them standing in motion, which is... The opposite of running in place. <laughs> it does it's dumb. It's very stupid. Oh, that's the best part in, about it. Intentionally, though. like yeah. everything that Jackson and I ever put together. <laughs> but but please, yes, no. Yeah. Usually, I do not wing it. Necessarily. Make the songs up. No, right. I sit down and write these songs. Right. 
So the first part of creating it is to get your ideas and your inspiration. So finding your it's and scratching it and then gathering your materials and making a game plan. And that's your blueprints. So that's the first just like part of momentum, creating yeah. momentum. Right. Next up, we're going to be displaying our momentum. So once we've created it and we've uh, visualized it and constructed it, now it's time to show people. Right. So displaying momentum. So you can put another number one and two underneath that as well. And okay, wait, hold on. So good. I'm on. I've got creating momentum, and right. underneath creating momentum, the first thing I've got is find your itch and scratch it. Right. And I'm not. And I do oh. think about the Simpsons every time we're saying this. Oh yeah. The itchy <laughs> and scratchy show. <laughs> um, the second one is make blueprints, is and then displaying our momentum. Right. Is underneath also underneath creating momentum. My apologies. That's going to be step. Or let's say that creating momentum is A. And displaying momentum is B. So under A, you have number one. And thank two. you. Sorry. Thank you. And for those at home, I apologize for that. But uh, that's what I mean. So it's going to be three different sections, A, B, and C, creating, displaying, and maintaining. And then underneath underneath each of those, that will just be a one and a two. Also, I guarantee you the listeners aren't having as much trouble as I do because <laughs> I I really struggle with learning and maintain and, mm-hmm. and uh, um processing information oh. being thrown at me it's my it's my disability it really is i don't articulate so that's oh, something really? i'm working on too well then yeah. let's work so on it this together is fantastic so again appreciate being here because i'm learning a ton as well dude okay um, so we're displaying our momentum. so we're displaying our momentum so this is the fun part this is the experimentation phase right so oh, under it. one we're going to say take action right because if you just think of things at home yeah that's great that's where we start. That's where we create. But how do we show it? We take action. We get on stage. We we do our improv. We do our shows. Mm. We mm-hmm. we do our concerts. We um, get in the kitchen. We start making stuff. We start burning stuff. You know what I mean? We mm-hmm. we do whatever it takes, mm-hmm. and we and we get out there and we do it. We mm-hmm. take action. And then I love under, that. under number two, so we got one is take action. Number two is allow the natural progression. Mm. So we allow the natural progression to happen. We allow ourselves to make mistakes. And do our fine-tuning, right? So a part of uh, experimentation would be, like I said, burning the food, um, failing in exercises, not, you know, getting as many reps as we want to, the 35 push-ups or whatever it is. Um, oh, this is what we talked about before the recording. <laughs> yeah. I, I had brought up, what's the minimum amount of push-ups a person should be able to do to be considered mm-hmm. healthy? It was an article I read like two years mm-hmm. ago, and I thought it was 35. I actually don't know the number. But something like that. <laughs> Some, but yeah, the, the but, general thing. But something like 35 push-ups, yes. Right, right. And then also another thing to think about is the habits that didn't last, right? Because we can mm. we can try to start making habits. And if you haven't read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, it's absolutely phenomenal. Highly recommend it. I'll Not put that in the bio. That. Yeah, please. What's do. it called again? At- Atomic Habits. He talks about that one percent rule, and that's kind of where I um, picked that from. So one percent better each day. I love that. And. Um, so habits that don't last are ones that we start and we experiment with and they just don't end up sticking. Mm-hmm. And that's part of how we lose our momentum, which I'll talk about later um, with losing momentum. But we'll keep on track to how we um, create, display, and maintain it. So already, this is going in a direction I was not expecting today. <laughs> I was expecting to sit down with you and just be like, who are you? How'd you become you? And we're still going to do that. I'm not going right, to let you escape right. out of that, by the way. I, yeah, But I look this to is it. so valuable this information 
and and I am loving. So I I don't want to interrupt too much. No, no, I you're good. This is it's good. Then it allows me to stay on my game. So whatever crosses your mind, crosses crosses your mind. Oh, I was like, <laughs> what word is that? Crosses <laughs> my mind. Um, uh, yes. So we're we're, we're still so, on displaying. So we're our still momentum. on displaying. So we talked about creating, which was the blueprints, finding your itch and scratching it, and then your displaying, which is taking your action and then allowing the natural progression. And now we're gonna find out how we maintain momentum. So that's mm. now letter C, maintaining momentum or maintain. I love that. So what we have to do, because what happens when you eat the same, let's say you have 36 donuts, and they're all chocolate, and none of them are glazed or powdered or oh, man. cherry or blue, you know, whatever. Yeah, this is fun. Are you going to eat all 36? Maybe. But are, is it going to be as fulfilling as maybe having different things to pick from? Probably no. no. you're right. So we have to... But how do I stop myself from eating all 36? <laughs> we, we, that's a different problem. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll tackle that some other time. It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m., Alex. Okay. And I bought three I've, dozen I, I have, donuts. What am I supposed to yeah. do? Nobody's <laughs> awake to judge me while I eat them. I'm alone oh. in the dark. <laughs> Calories don't count unless people see you eat it, right? Just like a tree falling in the forest. It doesn't <laughs> make a sound. I don't know. But anyway, we what we do for maintaining is we make it interesting, not complex. Make it interesting. Right. So we make it interesting and not complex. That's and not complex. And not complex, right. So how do we do that? We spice things up a bit. Instead of just, we have a thing of peppers here on the table, and instead of just doing like red, yes. we went with red, orange, and yellow. And so that gives us variety, right? So you're not getting sick of the same taste. Because even though they're all peppers, there's still variation there. Right. right, and that makes it exciting. Makes it exciting, makes it interesting, makes it interesting. but not complex because these are all simple foods with all fantastic benefits. So you, you messaged me before um, the recording today. You said, hey, do you like peppers? And <laughs> coming off of this stomach virus I was talking about from a, a few days ago, which, by the way, also I'd like to say that I, I did test for COVID and it came back negative. We are very safe here in the Good studio. To go. Good to go. The, the studio is sanitized. We're being extra careful here. But you, you text me. It's like, you're like, do you like peppers? And I was like, uh, I like, uh, yes, I love peppers, but <laughs> spicy things are not happening today, mm -hmm. Zane. I can't do it. <laughs> and you're like, oh, don't worry about it. So you brought in these beautiful sweet peppers that you chopped mm -hmm. up. And not only that, but you also wrote on these little sticky notes the exact um, nutrients and whatnot help me. Uh, so uh, there are plenty <laughs> of nutrients that you can find in um, foods, and it, you can do a quick Google search on most foods. Um, but I find that whole, uh, usually raw, natural foods are the way to go because we weren't born with a frying pan or fire, right? Mm -hmm. So um, there's a diet that people often refer to as paleo, which paleolithic. Which What's is that like, mean? So that's like, um, like the paleolithic era, so like... They were uh, scavenging and hunting. Got and it. They weren't necessarily processing and or cooking their foods. Right. So they just call it paleo. It's easy. Google search away. But basically, yeah. with these peppers, um, and there's plenty of other benefits as well. I just wrote the main four. Uh, there's vitamin C, which is full of antioxidants. Um, it can aid in cellular repair. Which, which one is this? Is this for all of them, or is this just one pepper? This is for all of the peppers. Got it. So they all include all these wonderful things. And then it also helps uh, collagen formation, so how we have healthy hair and nails and skin. Oh, we were going to talk about we that, too. We were going to talk about that, too, so that's because perfect. I wish my hair was more full than it used to be. But, and I don't know if, it, I know it's half genetics. Right, right. But it's also how you take care of yourself and the nutrients you put in your body. Mm -hmm. Exactly. 
And then another teach me, oh master, <laughs> master. Mm, you know, I, don't. <laughs> I did just. I watched Empire Strikes Back last night. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, that's my favorite of the uh, Star Wars films. Really, so I think good. I think Return of the Jedi is mine. Oh, I love Return of the Jedi. The opening sequence is phenomenal. It's just so good. You know, <laughs> it, I don't. I don't mean to get too off. We topic. will talk about this. I know for sure. See, this is what happens. No, this is good. Please this continue, is good. Please. Um, but anyway, just there's vitamin C. Uh, also wrote vitamin A, fiber, yada yada yada. Um, but all these things aid in the processes that take place in your gut and in your body. And when you, the way I like to think about it is that if we process foods, it's like putting sawdust in our bodies because it's processed, refined, and broken down, just like powdered flour or sugars are. Whereas if you eat complex carbohydrates or whole foods like this, and for those who don't know what a whole food is, um, the best way my brother Jace described it was, if you can bite into a food and imagine where it's from, I bite into an orange, I see the tree where it came from. Versus if you bite into a Twinkie, you're like, uh, I can kind of visualize the factory and the corn syrup where they dumped sure. the... And, you know, Twinkies are phenomenal. They taste amazing. They're but, amazing. But, um, yeah. Uh, I wish Twinkies grew on trees. I wish they did, because then we can visualize them <laughs> and then they'd be a whole food. <laughs> That'd be a beautiful yeah. forest. But basically, it's, it's sawdust versus two-by-fours, right? What do you want to fortify and build your house with? Two by fours. Two by fours. Duh. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, right. that's so fast. I mm-hmm. love that analogy. Yeah. Uh, please continue. Oh, but that's that's just the gist of it. But anyway, um, we'll talk about peppers later. Maybe let's get through the rest of um, the maintaining aspect of momentum. Please bust open just, into those and just I'll, to give I'll people keep a real satisfying sound yeah. right here. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> that was an orange pepper, mm-hmm. and it is delicious. Oh, good. Good. Oh my God, this is delicious! Mm-hmm. You know, I love peppers. I don't eat them raw enough. I cook them too often. Too often, mm. and they're very tasty cooked. Um, mm-hmm. You do uh, with a lot of foods when you I call it processing or cooking them out. You can cook out some of the nutrients, but that's that's a minute detail. You know, if, as long as you're eating whole foods, you're good. I got one more for you. Yeah, for the folks at home. <clears throat> oh, okay, I'm done. Man, I'm done. That is a true some good bite a- of a ASMR. <laughs> so yeah, some good ASMR. Um, so Let's, I didn't want to yeah. derail the conversation. No, no, no. Or this derail is good. Your, your momentum. This all ties um, in. This all ties into the same to bring it back thing. Yeah, let's we bring were it looking back. at maintaining, uh, maintaining momentum. Maintaining right momentum. Now, <clears throat> we're talking about making it interesting and not complex, which derailed us because these peppers. And this was perfect. This was actually right on task. It's just um, there's so much you can. We can talk about anything and everything and expand into this amazing universe of the details of everything which is which is the beauty of it you I know, know. I, yeah but for Absolutely. i guess for structure's sake i for apologize and I'll, I'll jump back on board here no apologies so, needed by the way this is so wonderful so making it interesting not complex that was number one and then for number two it's going to be feedback so feedback is what i say is record review and reflect i love that the three r's <clears throat> the three r's yep and this is how we maintain self-tenure and what is tenure? It's just your experience with like a, you know, like a company or whatever. Is, I always business. thought it was <clears throat> after 10 years, you can't get tenure. fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. I wish that was the case. That would so be a very like, nice. You got to be a teacher for thing. 10 years and then you get tenure? And then you get tenure. Yeah. You, they can't fire you? <laughs> I mean, yeah. unless you do something very bad. But, yeah. You know, no wonder the old that. teachers are so bad. Just kidding. That was a bad joke. Old tenure. teachers are great. Mm-hmm. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we uh, we do that to maintain self-tenure or where you stand with yourself because you can reflect with yourself 24-7. If I go into the doctor's office and I say, hey, I have a headache, mm-hmm. he just has to judge it based upon, based upon I just took your temperature, 
looking how you feel, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know exactly how you feel, right? You do. Oh, my head kind of hurts. My ears are ringing, this and that, right? So being able to self-reflect in that way and to say, hey, this is how I feel after I do said thing. I just ate a Twinkie. I don't feel good. My stomach hurts. Blah, blah. I just bring up the Twinkie example because it's That's easy. A, it's great. Um, Everybody knows it. Or, or I've been in bed all day. I'm really tired. I haven't gotten up and I haven't been active. And now I've been thinking in bed all day and I'm, I'm just depressed or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's things like that. It's the cause and effect sort of uh, deal there. So we want to maintain self-tenure by recording, reviewing, and reflecting. And we do that with uh, journaling. I've got my little I yes, call it a journal. I've gone through one of these already, and I'll, I'll, I would love to show you this after um, we're done chit-chatting. But basically, uh, it's we, the we daily We bring schedule. it up in the post show. Yeah, we'll bring it up in the post show for sure, so you guys who do have a LAS Plus can get the more inside scoop, I guess, on Even that. more. <clears throat> Even more. I love it. Um, so I, I've, I've, That's a tick of mine I've noticed today. Mm. I keep saying I love mm. it. I'm going to stop saying I love it so much, even oh, though I do that's... love it. Oh, you don't have to. It keeps the... Maybe I won't. Oh, okay. <laughs> but but anyway, so we, we journal and we and we think to ourselves, and a good way to do that is to, uh, a kind of a trigger word or a buzzword is meditate, because people think, oh, you have to be one with the universe, you uh. know, s- stuff like that. But really, meditation could just be simply thinking without the aid of your device or your electronics. That's generally how I like to do it. I don't look at my phone the first 30 minutes to an hour that I'm awake. <sighs> Which is, it took, a, it took a lot. I had to build Good up 1% you. a day. I, took, I had to start with one minute, Alex, I tell you. And then eventually oh. work my way up to sometimes an hour or even an hour and a half. Um, but it's just allowing yourself to think because we're so full of um, sensory overload these days with all the information we get. Instant gratification. Instant all gratification. The time. We have so many resources. We have people on TV telling us what opinions to have. We have yes. this and that. You know, so this, it's a lot to process for. We're, I mean, for the most part, simple beings. We need food, water, shelter, air, and, exactly. and uh, loving. And love. And love, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so I, I apologize again. So maintaining momentum, we make it interesting, not complex. And then number two is we give ourselves feedback by re- recording, reviewing, and reflecting. Mm. And so um, the words that we believe the most are the ones that we say out loud generally. So if you say, oh, I'm having a bad day, what's going to happen? You're gonna have a bad day. Probably gonna have a bad day. Yeah. Or yeah, or, or yeah. if you have like really great energy, or you are just like, like you've you've had wonderful, like absolutely wonderful days, and people are like, absolutely, Alex, what happened? And they ask you that question, <laughs> what happened? I don't know. I'm just having a really good day. You yeah. know that that sort of energy. I don't know. Right. So the the words we say aloud are the ones we most believe, and so when we tell ourselves things that don't put us in a favorable position but like the negative stuff or the things that don't actually that aren't practical and that's mm-hmm. what I think negativity is it's not very practical um, and I think of myself as a very practical person for the most part negativity we, is not practical it is not that's really great not. and so we we lose momentum mm-hmm. so how do we how do we lose momentum there are three ways we generally lose momentum and we can write this down under a fourth section kind of like the d the d yeah we'll call this one d so losing momentum, number one, consistency. We aren't consistent in our actions. We don't get 1% better each day. We, oh, I'm going to give it 30% better. Oh, the next day, oh, I'm gassed. I can't do this. Or um, I know you were talking about you used to go uh, running and, and you you were doing yeah. a whole bunch of things. Yeah. And for that time period, you were doing absolutely amazing. Yeah, right? I lost 20 pounds. You lost I, 20 I, pounds. I was doing um, anywhere from 7 to 10 miles That's a crazy. day. 
Wow. It, but but I, I was also massively depressed and replacing that with running, I think. Oh, so it was just, it was, it was, you know, like it was, it was right when COVID started. It was when the pandemic started okay. and I didn't have anything going on mm-hmm. in my life. Like it was like, I didn't have anything, um, any purpose. Purpose is a purpose, big word yeah, for me. Yeah, great. Yeah. You know, um, once, once I lost my purpose in creating content and entertaining and connecting with my community, mm-hmm. once there was no connection to be had since we were all so isolated, I kind of connected with myself, I guess, mm-hmm. a little bit and started running all the time. And then I stopped It'd and be- I gained it all back. Oh, jeez. You know? So it, it's almost like it became self-destructive. When you were trying to fortify yourself, it became self-destructive because you were hating yourself. You were depressed. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though you were losing, you lost 20 pounds. Yeah. And then afterward, it was was just like- I looked in years. Right. So, and then you you had your high and then you crashed. And I crashed really hard. crashed really hard. And now I beat myself up about it, you know? And I'm, so I I just put a a date on the calendar. I'm going to be running a half marathon in April. I know. I saw that. And I I saw your Instagram story and I was like, oh, I was so proud of Alex. I was like, that's so awesome. I have to do it because I need, I need a calendar. I need deadlines. Mm -hmm. If I don't have that, then it's like, what am I, I can't get myself And that's perfect. And I'm so happy you said that because I forgot to touch upon that. With review, uh, record, review, and reflect, deadlines are fantastic tools. Ah, Going back to to number three, to help maintaining momentum. Uh Uh-huh. Deadlines. Deadlines are a good way to help maintain your momentum. Perfect. Yeah. So thank you for bringing that up. That's perfect. You're welcome. But anyway, we'll we'll continue with the losing momentum. So uh, letter D, losing momentum. So number one was consistency. Losing, so, cons- not lo- being consistent. Not being consistent. Essentially. Uh, and I mean, that, that goes with anything, right? So you're no logs in the fire. Fire's going to die. You know, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, number two is stagnation in vision. Stagnation and vision. Uh, sorry, in vision. In vision. Like stagnation in vision. Yeah. I and space ahead. vision. Yep. Yeah, please. So uh, stagnation in vision is you're only winning your battles and not your war. So for you, I guess in this case, it would be my battle is I'm going to self-connect and lose a bunch of weight. But over time, it wasn't, oh, this is how Alex is going to become a balanced, healthy individual. It was, okay, this is what I need to do right now. Mm-hmm. And then after you had your high, winning your battle, mm-hmm. yep. you know, you dropped. You didn't win your war because the I steps was like, after my that. Sh- my shirts are fitting fine. I don't need to run anymore. Yeah. You know, I, right. you know, I, was, I was feeling good. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I can, I can eat this badly. It's not mm-hmm. that big of a deal. I'll just run it off. Right. Oh, I'll just go running tomorrow. Oh, mm-hmm. I'll just go running tomorrow. Oh, I'll just go running tomorrow. And, you, and A year later. A, a year later, yeah. And so it's, it's with those battles, it's, it's very easy to get those highs and you get your, um, as I, I talk about percentages a lot, so instead of that 1% each day, maybe it started like that, but afterward it was, oh, I, like you said, I, I can run tomorrow, I can run tomorrow. It was that, oh, 10%, oh, 5%, oh, mm-hmm. zero, zero, yep. zero, 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 zero. And that's what it's been for months. Yeah. Right. So, so. And it's hard. And honestly, like, it's hard for Iowans too, I think, because it gets so cold here. And so many people, like, it's. It's like get it in while you while you have the endorphins from the weather. Yeah, you know before your seasonal depression kicks in and you don't want to do shit. Our five season, well, we'll call it four seasons, but five seasons with the but constructions yes. year round. Right, we, um, we but do it's have so five. dynamic, and it's very difficult. You know, yeah. I, I I don't I don't want to make excuses, but I do feel like I would have an easier time being healthy in a place that was not um, nice out for only a bit of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, I I do think that. The cold and and how terrible it gets here affects not only me but a lot of a lot of the people here. Oh yeah, like darn near everyone. And and we'll talk about the sun later, which again, 
You're you're ahead of you're ahead I'm of the, so, the curve, but yeah. you just don't know it, which is a fantastic thing because these things are already in your mind, that. right? So um, again, back to losing momentum. So uh, letter D, number one is consistency or the lack of consistency. Mm-hmm. Number two is stagnation in, in your vision. vision, and number three is overextension. Time, money, and energy. What do we do? Either we spend too much time doing something, we spend too much energy doing something, or we spend too much money doing something. Mm-hmm. Can you think, what's what's one time where you yes. wasted your time doing something? Absolutely. Well, I mean, um, usually, going back to the fitness thing, mm-hmm. um, whenever I want to get back into shape, I will like punish myself essentially for like the first three days and I'll go so hard and I'll barely eat and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be like, yeah, if I maintain this, I'll be skinny by next week. And then I crash every single time. Mm-hmm. So I, so it's just overextension of what you, again, it's that 10%, 23%, 14%, 0, 0, 0, mm-hmm. right? So overextension is a, a big one that I find with a lot of people, especially <clears throat> young people our age um, who, who are very ambitious, who have lots of dreams, who have, and this goes for everyone too, not just, you know, the demographic I just stated. Yeah, sure. Um, but people who are very ambitious, who want to do a bunch of things, they take action, and then they don't maintain their momentum, right? And I apologize, I got to cough real quick. No, that's okay. I was, I, I, to, to, to Keep going. go on what you were saying, I, I think you're saying that demographic of people because we are forced in our life at young ages to be ambitious. Like, what do you want to do with your life? Go, mm-hmm. what, what, mm-hmm. what are you doing? So They ask us every year in school. We're kind of forced to, to think that way, and mm-hmm. I think when you're, when you've, aged a bit and you've got more wisdom and mm-hmm. you've got more experience into your belt, you kind of settle into what you want to do mm-hmm. more so. Not saying that you should ever, s- s- you don't ever, you stop striving to be better once you're older. But you, you do more fine tuning is the thing. Yes. You're, you're more yes. fine tuned as to what you truly you get, desire. You get and, to be a little bit more nitpicky. Right. And you get to be more nitpicky because you have generally more resources to work with. Like when we're older, we have jobs, we have disposable income, which is pretty nifty thing to have, even though you got to pay <laughs> bills and stuff. I get that. That's very, yeah. Yeah. You know, can get expensive, but we right. have more freedom, mm-hmm. which makes it difficult to sometimes to pick the right choices. And right. I don't like saying right choices, um, but as uh, one of my coworkers used to say at UPS um, when I used to work there, do it right or do it twice. And <laughs> a lot of my life has been doing things twice, I tell you. <laughs> twice. Um, like ten times. Ten times. Twenty so, times. Yeah. So that's another thing, too, is when we're creating, displaying, and maintaining momentum or developing the skill of momentum – I want people at home to say, hey, I'm not relying on hindsight. I'm relying on foresight, which is what we'll talk about right after this um, with the losing momentum. You know what? I think that's a great place to kind of pause for a second Perfect. and come back. Mm-hmm. But I also, okay, so this is what's going to happen. <laughs> We're going to play a game here, okay, we, I, from, from one of my favorite sponsors in the whole world. When we come back, we're going to finish this up. And then we're going to dive into why. Why, Zane? Perfect. Why do you, why are you the way, why do you do this? <laughs> why How? are you the things that you... <laughs> right, I hate all the things that you choose to be. <laughs> Michael Scott. <laughs> yeah. Toby. Oh my gosh. But you know what? Okay, so, but just to recap really quick before we mm. move on, the, thi- the big things we talked about, the big four mm-hmm. are creating momentum, displaying our momentum, maintaining momentum, and then losing momentum. Right. Those are the big ones. Mm-hmm. So so we need to create our mo- momentum by finding our itch and scratching that itch mm-hmm. and then making a blueprint for how to maintain that, right? Perfect. I guess that's number three. I'm jumping ahead. 
No, that's right. That's you're good. It all kind of ties in. Mm -hmm. Number two, displaying our momentum. We need to take action. We need to allow the natural progression of it and the habits that didn't last. Well, we also need to point that out, right? Mm -hmm. And we need to be cognizant of of Mm -hmm. not forcing ourselves to do the habits that didn't necessarily last, and maybe leaning into the more Mm -hmm. positive and doable, practical, practical, practical. Positivity is practicality. I'm getting that tattooed (laughs) on my forehead. And then three, maintaining momentum. We need to make it interesting and and not complex. Mm -hmm. We need feedback, so record, review, and reflect. The three R's. Perfect. Record, review, and reflect. And then losing that momentum comes from not being consistent, that stagnation in your vision, and overextending yourself. Perfect. Okay, that's everything we've covered so far. Mm -hmm. This is fascinating. I had no idea that I was actually learning this much today. I really thought I'd just be learning about you, but this I'm going to leave a better person because of this interview. Um, Without any further ado, though, it's time to play True Love (laughs) and Two Lies. (laughs) Brought to you by Ginsburg Jewelers, baby. That's not their name's Ginsburg Jewelers. It's not Ginsburg Jewelers, baby. Which, by the way. If you're looking for a name change, Steve, Ginsburg Jewelers, baby, would be a good one. And make sure you go check out Steve at Ginsburg Jewelers over on First Avenue, right across the street from Best Buy in the same parking lot as Poncheros, right next to Red Robin. You can't miss it. Ginsburg Jewelers. It's the best place in town. They're going to give you 10% off of your next order if you just mention the fact that you heard about them from the LAS Podcast Network or One Word Stories. But they're right next to that beautiful fountain. Uh, Go check out Ginsburg Jewelers. Talk to Steve. Talk to the team. They're all incredible. Now, Zane, mm-hmm. the point of this game, I've got three beautiful, well-sculpted proposal stories for you. Mm-hmm. One of them's true, okay? And I need you to guess which one's true, and I'm going to reveal to you which one is true by, by playing the audio from this human who, is, who, is, who has proposed or been proposed to. Um... I'm doing a little bit special today, though. This one's for the listeners that have listened to the show. Two of the stories I'm going to tell are from previous episodes. So what that means is the two fake stories are going to be from previous episodes. So if you've listened before, actually, I know you've listened to a couple, so I'm going to try to pick them from episodes you haven't heard. You told me you listened to the Katie Holman episode. You said you listened to the Rob Merritt episode. So I'm not going to go from those ones. But... um, Two of them have been used in the past. So if you're listening to the show and you recognize this, I hope you laugh at Zane while you're like, it's this one. I know it. <laughs> okay. So without any further ado, story number one. It was August 7th, 1986. My boyfriend and I had been dating for three years at this point and had the conversation about marriage multiple times. So I knew the proposal was coming. I just didn't know when. One Sunday, we were at a friend's house who lives in Robbins and has a pool in their backyard. In the summer, my extended family would all bring their kids over to swim, we'd watch a movie on the projector outside, and then shoot off fireworks in the backyard. Have I set the scene? So it was another one of those beautiful summer nights, and as the fireworks are going off, he turns to me, gets down on a knee, and says, marry me? Of course, I said yes. That's story, that's story number one. Mm. Yeah. That seems very, that would happen here. Um, 
See, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I, 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 I was gonna say something. I was gonna say something that would like maybe give some things away, but I'm not going to. Okay. Is that true? You think that's true without knowing the other two yet? I want to hear the other two. You got to hear the other two. Yeah, I have to. Okay. Story numero dos. So I was about to graduate from the University of Iowa, and my boyfriend and I were getting ready to move in with each other for the first time. There was an Iowa basketball game that night against Illinois. We went to the game. Unfortunately, the Hawks lost, but we had a great time regardless. After the game, my boyfriend said we had to stick around because one of his friends got us, could get us on the court. We went down, they gave us a basketball, and we started to have a three-point shooting contest. We're both huge basketball fans. Literally after my first shot, I turn around, after I sunk the three, by the way, and he was on his knee. I said yes, and we moved into our first apartment as an engaged couple. That's story number two. That seems like it would happen too. Does it? But we don't know yet until we listen to story number three. <clears throat> well, uh, out of those two, which one do you think is more more believable? Believable. Um, more believable. Um, it depends on what type of Iowan you are, I guess. <laughs> are you are you a basketball fan, Iowan? <laughs> or are you more of a pool guy? More of a pool guy. Do you believe the Hawks would lose, or do you not? <laughs> oh, yeah, the fine details. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Right, where does your loyalty stand, Zane? Oh. Did the Hawks lose that day? Am well, I lying? I don't think so. They sound like they won that day. Okay. And so did the guy in the group. Well, the Hawks lost that day, but, oh. but the, the couple... Couple one. The couple one. Couple one. Yeah. 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 And the landlord of that apartment one too, because they got they got new tenants. Um, let's go to (laughs) story number trace. So I invited my girlfriend over to my family's house. I had them all hide in the living room and watch what was about to happen through a screen on the TV. She came back to the backyard which was beautifully lit, flowers, lights, and there was a guitar sitting there. I don't play music, but I did whip out the guitar and sing her a song to serenade her as I proposed. She said yes. We revealed that the family was all watching from inside. They came out, congratulated us. Now we have two daughters and are as happy as we've ever been. That's story number three. That one hurts my heart. Just too sweet. It is. Oh why, my God. Why, why was that one more sweet than the other two? Because I don't play the guitar, but I want to serenade someone one day. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, I don't know. For the record, that is like, that's what got me Hannah in the first place. Really? Yeah. Serenading? Yeah. She thought, she's like, she thought I was cute, but then oh. I. And, and then I, you let it roar. I, and, oh I knew what move I was playing, you mm-hmm. know? So I got the guitar out and I was like, <laughs> Blackbird singing in the dead of night. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm in, and that oh was it. It was, it was game over for Hannah. It oh, was Blackbird, not Wonderwall. It was not. Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, maybe we'd have a better relationship if it would have been Wonderwall. Gosh. Oh my god. Okay, well, um, shall we reveal the true story? Yeah. Let's uh, let's see. So it's either fireworks, Hawkeye, or serenade. Um, fireworks, Hawkeyes, or serenade, or serenade. Oh my God! This sounds. Oh man! You, there's no. You know, you, you're not a jerk for getting. There's the wrong no right answer. or wrong answer. There's there, two there wrong is. answers, and there's one right. There, answer. there are okay. two wrong answers. So there's two. <laughs> no, um, yeah, there, you can't be wrong, but you could. But I could. Uh, let's see. Um, 
Oh, I just love that third story. I don't know why. Um, I don't know if that's right, though. Ooh. Zane. Okay, we'll go with the third story. Follow your we'll heart. Go, we'll go with the third story. I just love that one. Let's reveal. Oh, no. I proposed to my wife by having her go to her sister's house where I played a song on the guitar for her and then knelt down on one knee all while her family was in the backyard watching a live stream of it. So you were right. Oh, man. That is my wonderful cousin, Joe. No way. I love Related him. to the guy? What I'm related. Legend. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Um, By that, association, you're legendary as well. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh of, of Joe Schulte of Crafty Dudes. Oh. Um, actually, you should go check out Crafty Dudes, his business. They're awesome. I, this is like, I'm giving a sponsorship shout out in the middle <laughs> of a sponsorship. Is that legal? Uh, but they're awesome. Thanks, Joe, for that amazing story. Shout out to your amazing wife, Noelle, uh, for, for letting you letting you share that story with us. <laughs> Hopefully you hear this episode. Zane, you were correct. I'm glad you followed your heart. That was beautiful. Thank you again to Ginsburg Jewelers for, for sponsoring this beautiful segment, True Love and Two Lies. I always channel the guy from... Um, uh, Princess Bride. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Marriage is what brings us together (laughs) today. (laughs) Um, When I say that. But yes, thank you to Steve. Go and check out uh, Ginsburg Jewelers on the corner of Collins and First Avenue in Cedar Rapids across the street from Best Buy. They share a parking lot with with Poncheros. Okay, so go check them out. Ginsburg Jewelers. Let them know that I sent you or the LAS Podcast Network or One Word Stories, whatever, to get that 10% discount on your purchase. That's huge. Um, let's take a break. Yeah. Let's come back. Let's finish up how to make ourselves better people. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to get out the microscope and we're going to pick apart at your brain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Stay right here. I'm sitting here eating some delicious peppers with one of my new favorite people ever, Zane Haddish. Zane. Alex. What up, dog? Howdy. Man. Which is, your, which is your favorite color? Red. So, red. Oh, 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 really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was going to say that's the most mild, but that's really? the, that's, yeah, out of the three. Is it? I think so. I feel like red pack's the most punch. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, uh, as far as sweetness goes, mm. as far as sweetness goes. But yeah, red's fantastic. I'm a big fan of red peppers. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just because like I'm bougie and they're the most expensive. Oh, I, I guess I, don't know. I got them in like a three. Pa- well, it was like mm. a six pack. Mm. You know, whatever. But so yeah, you okay? Really quick. I'm actually podcasting with a mouthful of food right now. That's that's where we're at. <laughs> um, really quick, you brought in this this big container of peppers. Do, do you do this often? Like you just like chop up like three peppers and put them in a container and then take it for the day? Uh, yeah. How do you roll? Um, so as far as food, I usually, so traditionally I would eat four meals a day. Because this is a podcast, it's visual, nobody can see this. Zane is in amazing shape. Like (laughs) you have, you have this like crazy six pack, like you're in such good shape. It's, it's, I want to be in your body. I want you to bring out your own body. Thank you. Right. That was a negative way to say it for me, wasn't it? No, you're good. That was a, you're looking toward the future and that's what's important. I was down on myself. So and I do that all the time. I do that like daily. Like, God, you're 
fat. Okay. And I'm not even fat. I think I, all of us do it. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, if it's not about one thing, it's about another thing. Gosh, so, it's so annoying. Your, it's, your hairline's receding. This and that. You know, yeah. It's like, oh, God. Stop being so mean to yourself. Yeah. But I need to start doing things like this where I just pack. It's super simple, super cheap. And, and it's delicious. And you develop skills along the way. That's the main thing. Yeah. You, I, I, just, I recently started um, cooking a lot, and that's a big thing about me, I guess, that we can talk about in a bit as well. Yeah, we will. Uh, when we pick my brain about that. We um, will pick your brain. But I've been cooking a ton recently because I want to get to the point where most of my meals are being cooked from home because that's how it is. But mm-hmm. they don't they don't always taste good, and I'm always eating the same few foods over and over. Same. And that's boring. It's not interesting. <gasps> oh, it's not complex. But oh my it's gosh, not interesting! Look at what you just so did. So we're losing momentum there. So that what was, do we do? We gotta make it interesting. I lost my freaking notes. Right. Oh, there they are. Um, right. Number three, main, the way to maintain momentum is by making it interesting and not, not complex. complex. Exactly. Okay, so so just so, to give a quick recap of where we were at, mm-hmm. number one was creating momentum. Number two was displaying our momentum. Number three was maintaining that momentum. And now we've also talked about losing that momentum. Mm-hmm. We're going to spend about five more minutes mm-hmm. talking about this practice before we jump into your head here. But if you mm-hmm. just kind of wrap this up for me. Let's on, wrap it up, yeah. On momentum. On, Momentum, help me out here, Zane. Yeah. So, final thoughts for everybody at home who is trying to organize their own thoughts, because that's really what this is all about. Because mm-hmm. your um, <clears throat> your state. Well, let me hear. Let me find it here. You're good. I've got a formula here that. No problem. Take your time. Really. Um, no, but like so, f- we just talked about losing momentum, which go. was losing your consistency, stack your stagnation and vision, and mm-hmm. overexertion. And overexertion, yeah. So, so what I found next? over the period of time was that there are three things that go hand in hand with your organic technology that we call the body and what is inside of it, your mind and your soul, if you believe in such things. Mm-hmm. So, your state of mind plus your physical state equals your emotional response. Let me say that again. Your state of mind plus your physical state equals an emotional response. What does that mean? Basically, if you're in a good state of mind, you're, you're focused and or you have a lot of organization with your thoughts, you're not overthinking, your stress levels are going to be lower, right? Because mm-hmm. you, you've got everything in balance and almost in control. And in your physical state, let's say you just exercised, a lot of endorphins are going through your body. You're, you're sweating, which is good for clearing out your pores. And you have mm. a lot of circulation throughout the body, which is fantastic because if you have a lot of blood going to your brain, you're going to be overthinking. You're going to get cold fingers, cold toes, and you're not going to feel very good. So oh, That happens to me all the time. Right, right. And when you're laying in bed, too, like, do you ever get that, like, your toes get cold or anything? Or My... my- Toes are always cold. Always cold. They're always cold, and, probably, and I'm always laying around. And you're always laying around, and you're always probably thinking about stuff, or you're scrolling I'm or doing something. always thinking about everything. Always occupying your mind, right? Huh. So if we're always occupying our minds... I just remember I forgot to take my anxiety meds today. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell <laughs> if that, that means my, anything. Yeah. No, no, it's... it's oh, you're good. I've, I've forgotten a few days in a row, and it's like, definitely, I've, it's noticeable. Oh, noticeable? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So basically, your state of mind, which is what you're thinking about... Plus your physical state, basically that just means getting circulation through your body properly, blood flow, equals your emotional response. If I have clear mind, a clear mind, and I have a relaxed body, then my emotional response will be favorable. I will be able to carry on with my day, have a good day, a constructive day, one that I can feel builds and builds and builds day after day, week after week, month after month. Remember, it's not about the battles always, it's about the war, the long-term game. 
because momentum is a forward-moving, long-term game. I'm obsessed with this <laughs> saying. Your um, state of mind plus your physical state equals your emotional response. Right. I'm obsessed. And that's that's the equation. That's a simple equation. It gives me chills. <laughs> it really does. And, and uh, basically, sorry, so we've got five minutes to wrap this up. Let me uh, plow through what the remaining few sentences on here in the notes. Yeah, I think at we'll... some point we're going to have to bring you in for like, Maybe just a a series or something <laughs> where you can just share this knowledge with the world because oh. it is so valuable. Well, and I tell you what, Alex, I've been trying to write two books, and it's excuse it's me. Diff- oh, one of them's like a fictional book, but the, the other book is called Momentum. It's the book for when you're lost, right? And after reading a bunch of amazing other authors, uh, James Clear, Daniel Carnegie, Jim Quick, you name it, a bunch of other people, I'm like. I have a bunch of things that I want to share with people because if it helps me and it helps my immediate family and friends, who else can it help, right? Absolutely. Because, I mean, leaving the world a little bit better than we found it, that's the whole That's the whole motto. That's the thing. Yeah. Right, right. Um, so anyway, real quick, we're going to uh, just plow through these and then we'll get on topic. Then maybe we'll sure, do a sure. series or but, something. Uh, I'm sorry. This episode's going to no. run a little bit long, everybody. Yeah, but, yeah uh, I apologize you're, for you're that. You're getting a we, lot. You're getting, we're getting a lot, a lot done here. You know. Um, but like I said earlier, either you're uh, using your foresight or your hindsight. In other words, you're looking forward to who you are becoming or you're looking back at who you used to be, oh. right? And so that's why it's important that we focus on our foresight so we look forward to who we can become. Versus, you know, when we're looking at our past selves, oh, uh-huh. I wish I was like this still. I wish I did this. I wish I did this. Our bodies and our minds are constantly evolving. Mm-hmm. So the only f- way possible to navigate through life is to go forward with momentum because forward is a long-term, uh, momentum is a f- long-term forward-moving game, right? Mm. And so it's not about being in control of every situation, right? Like let's say you start having anxiety because there's something that triggers it, right, in that situation. Right. But it's about being in control of yourself in every situation. So not about being in control of every situation or the things that are happening around you, but being in control of yourself in every situation. That Knowing how to breathe. Me, right. Uh, yeah, go ahead. That reminds me of something great that my therapist said to me mm-hmm. one time is um, uh, I was I was complaining about all these people in my life mm. that were affecting me negatively mm-hmm. just months and months ago. And uh, I remember saying, God, I remember saying, it's not fair that they control my emotions. That's what I said to him. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and he's like, back up. It's not fair that you let them control your wow. emotions. And that simple little twist changed my life. Mm-hmm. My whole, I think about that every day. Whenever there's anything that should, that would have bothered me in the past, you know, maybe a, um, a, a bad driver mm-hmm. or or somebody rude at a drive-thru. I don't know why it's always in my car. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're in a heightened state. You know? you're, 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 everything's so, like, you you got to be... Yeah. That's why people get bad road rage, you know? Yes. But anyway, yeah, yes. That's, that's exactly it. You're in a it's, heightened state. I, it's, not, it's not fair to me. It's not fair to me right. that I am letting them do that. You know, I... I can't stop them from doing that. Mm-hmm. That is that is out of my control. Mm-hmm. But what is in my control is how I react to it. Right. And how that affects the rest of my day. Mm-hmm. And before, I would let things affect me for the whole day, and I'd be like, you know what? Okay, fuck it. I guess I'm pissed all day, and anybody who comes into contact with me today is going to feel that. Oh, jeez. You know? And that was that was me for a while, for sure. And that's a lot of people to this day. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know? And I'm, and and I'm sure sucks. I... And I still have days like that. Right, You right. know, I am... <laughs> I am not perfect by any way, shape, or form. 
Um, but I think you're perfect, Alex. But thank yeah. you, and I think <laughs> I actually think you're perfect. Um, but but it's it's it really is a state of mind, and it's it's mm-hmm. having control of yourself. Mm-hmm. So please That's continue. Perfect. That's literally the perfect example. And I'm glad he brought up, uh, Alex, you brought up bringing, uh, being in a car because that's where a lot of it happens. We let our days get derailed by one thing out of 100 good things, right. 99 things. They happen. forgot my one French thing. fries. Yeah, yeah. And that's literally, so uh, when I was in third grade, um, I I used to be like a, like stupid good at math. Like that's a weird way to put it. Stupid good. Stupid good at, at math, math, right? I was doing multiplication <laughs> while everyone was doing addition. But one time we had to do a standardized test where everyone did addition and subtraction problems, like 105 minutes or whatever. You remember taking those? Of like, course, of course. Right. I got extended time because of my ADHD. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. So it was yeah. like it was, was one of those a things. Good test taker. That's my brother's the same way, Jacob. Really? I know, yeah. I'll talk about him. But I'm not, but, like, I, just to, sorry, I didn't mean to. No, 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 that's But also, that's like, I don't feel stupid for it. It's just the way it is. It's, right, right. And so with that, it's like, um, with the test, let's say, I got 99 of them. And then it was, like, for parent-teacher conferences. So we were looking at the artwork and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember she had the last problem circled, very last one, and it was 99 minus 3. And I put six, but she thought it said zero. And I was like, or sorry, uh, 99 minus like 93 or something like that. I just remember the answer being six, but it looked like a zero to her. And she circled it wrong. And I said, mom, that's a six. And she said, oh, uh, he could have changed it. I was like, she didn't give me the benefit of the doubt. I just feel terrible because I know I wouldn't lie about it. It's just a math problem. And I got the first 99 right. Mm -hmm. But I had to realize at a very young age, don't let the 1% ruin the 1% bad ruined the 99% good. That is so profound. Mm-hmm. You did not realize that as a third grader. Really? Is yeah. that just a memory <laughs> that really stuck with you then? Basically. Oh, did it, did, was it actually that profound when you thought of it then at that age? No, it wasn't. It wasn't until probably a few months ago when I was like, wow. I, I mean, I was ahead of my time mm-hmm. at that point as far as thinking mm-hmm. that, but I didn't yes, process yes. it. You know, we process through talking with other people and um, we learn through listening, right? So so this is a great segue mm-hmm. into talking actually about your, your past and, yeah. and how you've become you. Okay, mm-hmm. so thanks for doing that. Perfect. But um, I would like to know when you started having all this stuff, awareness, self-awareness, um, mm-hmm. momentum. Momentum. When did this all start in your life? This started... Fairly recently? Yeah, this started pretty recently within the past, I would say, two to three years when... Keep in mind, I'm a person who, like you, you had your ADHD. I have ADD, so okay. I mean, I don't think about it ever now. But um, my mom was. Are you medicated? No, um, yeah, but me my neither. my mother. Uh, I want to be. You do. Mm-hmm. I think you can conquer it without doing that. I really do. I, I mean, I have kind of, but I do feel it. Um... Well, think about it this way: all of the geniuses, not all of them, but a vast majority <laughs> of geniuses in history. Every single one of them. Einstein. Um, uh, Leonardo da Vinci, they were suspected to have ADHD. So what genius see, are you going to be? You know what I mean? I, I do feel like it's my superpower, you mm-hmm. know? Like my ADHD does help me in so many ways. Yeah. But when it comes to um, momentum, oh yeah, <laughs> it does hurt. It affects you in a negative way. Mm-hmm. So okay. mm-hmm. I get distracted easily from the task at hand, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I get bored with the task at hand very often. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's difficult. Of course. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, but 
this ain't about me. No, you can. No, it's good because then I get to learn about myself talking to you. So it's it's, well, it's very it's very insightful. And I was also side note, just looking forward to, to connecting with you like mm-hmm. this for for an hour and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a person that I've always wanted to have a conversation with. Mm-hmm. Um, besides, outside of ro- romantic Zane yeah, yeah. on historically inaccurate yeah. and flying away and flying away butter on the chest and buttered whatever. with yeah. your buttered abs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. It was your buttered abs. Yeah, yep. So funny. <laughs> Um, um, so, so where, where did this awareness come about though? Like two yeah. or three years ago, uh, two or three years ago, um, my youngest brother, Josh, actually. So I'm going to break down my family and what they, um, cause this leads to me cause I'm, mm-hmm. I feel like I am just the subsection or like the parts of what my family has given to me. So from my father, I've taken his initiative. He's always doing and just like, uh, going out and fixing this or putting up a new shelf or doing a project he's very initiative driven and he's it's almost like it's like a I don't care what everyone else is doing I'm just going to do it so I I've got my father's initiative my mother's wisdom she is just I mean mm. she's what is she like 50 something now but she's still beyond her years she's just mm-hmm. so intelligent and can piece things together like no one else mm-hmm. I know uh, my sister is extremely extremely supportive and the kindest soul I think anyone will ever meet. And yep. I'm not just saying that because she's my sister, I, I, I but don't, ma- I sort of am, but not. I you don't know? remember if we talked about this on the show or before the show. I, mm-hmm. These these conversations blur, but we, I, mm-hmm. I've i heard of your sister from my girlfriend before and how lovely mm-hmm. she is and oh, how she never says anything negative about anyone. And she's I, just a, a, a she's sweet She's the human. most practical thing as far as her how she talks and interacts with people. She's yeah. just positive. I'm sure you guys are all like that, though, your whole family. My, I love my family so much. Yeah. Um, anyway, because I'm the middle child of five, so my sister's the oldest. I get my supportiveness from her. Then it goes to Jace. Um, he was, uh, he, I don't I don't think he was in show choir with Hannah because um, we were in Got show it. choir together my At, first year. Yeah, my girlfriend Hannah went to Jefferson High School. Jefferson High School. She gra- she was a, f- a senior when you were a freshman. Yep. So I was a freshman. Uh, and, uh, yeah. But I, I, I knew I That's knew her, knew of her. That's the connection. That's but, so fun. But anyway, from my brother Jace, he's uh, very good at networking. I wanted to I want to say now, uh, just so he knows this, if you ever listen to this, he is probably hi, the Jace. sole. Re- hi, Jace. Um, he is probably the sole reason why I have many of my friends that I do in high school and many of the connections that mm. I do because he was so good at networking and talking with people and being just respectful and, mm. and ridiculous is smart and just um, it's huge it's huge and he he was that Called guy charisma Chari- yeah there you go he's very charismatic very charismatic very intelligent as well and he's such a good tinkerer he can just just fix anything which is really cool oh man I but, wish but believe it or not we used to there was a point in time where we didn't even talk to each other in high school because we just I couldn't communicate well. He couldn't communicate well with me. Same with, you know, whatever. There'd be times where we'd get picked up from school because we didn't have a car and we just wouldn't say a word to each other. So mm. um, I'm glad with all of our siblings, we're just so tight now. And That's great. We, we beat the crap out of each other at a young age and we got it all out. And now we get to spend so much time together and oh, that's work lovely. on ourselves. That's lovely. Um, so from Jace, I get my networking. From my brother Jacob, who he Excuse is uh, below me now because it's me in the middle. My brother Jacob. Um, I get his humor, I think, because he's just the funniest. He will make fun of you to your face, and you'll just be laughing and crying on the floor. And I love that. He just knows how to do that. That's he's great. also an excellent salesman. He can convince you to, like, want to give him an like, amazing deal. Like, he's mm. ridiculous at that. And he's a, he's a – I think one thing about all of my siblings and my parents even, we're all, like, tribe leaders, I think is what I've kind of found out. Ah, like, interesting. Very – 
good at rallying people and, yes. and getting them to rally you, behind their own causes. Sounds like and, you all have a special charisma about you that makes people gravitate towards you. And you have a certain positivity that makes people gravitate. And it's an authentic positivity, too. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think people pick up on bullshit a lot. Mm-hmm. And there really is no bullshit with you. Like, you... You bring peppers that, <laughs> to you bring, you bring fr- freshly chopped peppers. <laughs> like this could be like a, a a move that somebody's like just trying to get in with. I oh, don't know. I, Everything I about you saying, is yeah. so genuine oh. and and heartfelt that I I think that's what makes people naturally gravitate towards you. Well, I'm glad you feel that way because that's mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. that's part of the mission too is to leave like I said leave it mm-hmm. a little bit better than we found it because that's exactly. all you can really do. Um, so, so please continue yeah. with your siblings and how they influence you. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so Jacob's the humor, the salesman, and they're all so loving and they're all tribe leaders. And then now this is where it goes back to where I had these epiphanies. My youngest brother, Josh, is the f- most financially driven, long-term oriented person I know. Oh, good and he's you. 18. He just turned 18 in last February. Is he into stonks? He is into stocks. He's very knowledgeable about stocks, real estate. Did he ride, ride, did he ride that, uh, that GameStop train? No, he was too young to trade at the time, which is actually interesting. I wrote it he, to the top, and I wrote it all the way back down. The bottom. <laughs> oh my! I God. was gonna make nine grand, and then I ended up making three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars? I mean, no. One percent, Alex. One percent. One percent, or whatever percent. Oh, I should have sold. It's I all good. That's sold. hindsight, so though. That's stupid. hindsight. Now we're, we're developing your foresight skill. God, I was like, um, I'm just gonna keep climbing. <laughs> just gonna keep going to the moon. Diamond oh, hands, baby. Gosh, yeah. That's that's the one thing about stocks. They're too it's dangerous. Very dangerous. Yeah, like any sort of gambling. But jo- anyway, Josh, Josh is a smart is guy. This, oh my gosh, so beyond his years, and he was like, Hey, have you read this book? I didn't read my first book, like actually read. Like I listened to audiobooks, like mm-hmm. maybe like a year or two before I read my first book, which was at 23 years old. I'm 24 now. What? Yeah. You, what do you mean? I haven't sense. read a single book in my entire childhood or throughout school all the way through. What? How did you get it through school without reading books? I had terrible grades. That's how. Oh, I was me too. not a very good student. I was a. But you I. You lo- were a bad student. I was a bad. For those who don't know, I was a. Well, I I was respectful to my teachers. I was. A, oh yeah, yeah. I was Same. A, I was a. Not very studious I, kid. I couldn't focus. Oh, that's so. I was sleeping. Interesting I slept about you. a fourth of the way through my senior year. Same. A fourth of the way, at least, or maybe oh, even a third. But I remember I skipped for like a three-week period. I just mm, didn't go. That's literally, yeah, literally. I, I would skip classes one through three, and sometimes four, so that I can go in at choir. So I'd have my parents call me out, go to choir, yes. and then go to lunch, and then have like two or three other periods. And sometimes I would, that's I would write myself voice lessons out of class. And I almost got caught for it and in trouble. And I should have been reprimanded because I probably would have learned my lesson sooner. But after that... I think it turned out okay. Yeah, yeah. But for those out there who did struggle in school and to people who weren't the best in school, that's not the end-all be-all. You have so much potential outside of school. Even though schooling is a great tool, don't let it get in the way of your education, as Mark Twain said. Yes. I I am also a person who dropped out of college. I did not finish school. Um, Where'd you you go? Kirkwood. Hmm. You know, I went to Kirkwood for a semester and I was like, I don't want to do this. I hated it. And of course, and I've thought about going back numerous times. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not thinking about it anymore. But Mm -hmm. throughout my 20s, when I was so lost, I I thought education was the answer. And um, it just... and education is the answer, just not in that way. You needed Edu- education in a different way. You're exactly right. right. You're right. The college experience was not the, co- the answer for me. There we go. Me. Perfect. Yeah. Um, um, so let's go back a little further then. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Into to childhood. When, no, to when you were a bad student oh, to in when high I school. was a bad student in high school. Or, you know, not bad student. I guess that's a bad word for I it, wasn't a studious student. You weren't a studious. I wasn't getting all my assignments turned in. 
I was a decent test taker, which was like the, the, this de- is, the calling card, I this guess. This is so but, surprising to me that yeah. you were not like a 4.0 kind of guy. Oh, yeah. My brother um, Jace was. And that's sure. why I got through. Sorry, this wrapped around my leg. Oh, you're um, good. My brother so, Jace was and my brother Jacob ter- did all of his assignment. My sister also. Um, so how was high school for you then? Oh, it was fantastic. So the social experience of it was good. Social experience was amazing. And I don't know how the kids do it nowadays with like, you know, they have like the masks and stuff and they don't get to see everyone's smiles each day. And like choir, like I can't imagine that. I feel so bad. It's just like, oh my God, like missing out on that. 50% 50% of your interaction of how you... I know. Oops, I don't know. I cover my, 50% of your interaction of how you... Right, you were trying see, to demonstrate covering demonstrate your mouth. to you. <laughs> but, you know, um, so all you have is your eyes to tell your story of how I'm feeling. I have gotten much better at smiling with my eyes <laughs> in the past good. two years. That's a good skill set right? to develop. It's just yeah. you got to squint more squint when you smile more, now. Yeah, it um, decreases in the... Yeah. So, so in high school... And also, to, to touch on that, I, yeah. it, while it is unfair that these students are going through at the same time, I also think it's unfair that I have to be in my, like, turning 30. And oh. in, in the, the, the turn of my life, like, I'm really stepping into my career right now, mm-hmm. and it's happening during a pandemic. You know, I think everybody, no matter where you're at in your life, this is a huge inconvenience, mm-hmm. and we all hate it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Know? But I do feel for those students so yeah. badly. I would hate to. I would, I, th- there's no good time in your life for this to happen. Right. And for my youngest brother, Josh, he did online schooling his senior year because he was like, I just don't have any joy. And I mean, he was ahead of his time anyway. Like he was trading with paper stocks when he was 17 on my brother Jason's mm. account and stuff like that. And he was making money, like fake money, you know, and yeah. uh, telling us where to trade and stuff, which is, again, he's beyond his years. Um, Gosh, maybe I need to talk to him. Maybe you do. I don't know. But <laughs> him and my brother Jace, I'm going to give him a little plug here. They own a reptile breeding company called Gen Z Reptiles. They're, they're doing super Gen great. Gen Z Reptiles? Gen Z Reptiles. They have a page? They do. They have an Instagram. It's Gen Z Reptiles. And I mean, they- Go check them out. They, yeah, go check them out. But anyway, they're like businessmen. My brother Jacob's a salesman. I've been doing commission. My sister Sada's holding it, out, holding it down at Target. Like everyone yeah. goes in to see her and she's like a great like team- She's not like a team lead or whatever they call it, but she's you know, a leader of sorts. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, back to that tribesman mentality. I was, I guess. I'm, I'm, yes. Yeah. You don't have to be in a leadership position to be a leader. No. And that's you know? that's a that's a big thing. I, I've been working in a lot of places where I've had bosses, but not a lot of leaders. That's And that's who I beautiful. always needed. Yeah. You know? So right. maybe that's where another part of where momentum comes from. But you anyway. You to create it yourself. Yeah. So let's, um, so wh- why don't you think you were, Studious. Was it just the ADD? You just didn't care for the subject. I don't think was it was it that. Boring? I couldn't. I couldn't focus. I loved um, music so much. I would listen to it on my phone all the time. Like I'm a big choral and opera type of guy. Um, musical theater is fantastic too, and mm-hmm. I listen to literally every other genre out there. To those who listen to you know popular music, but uh, that was just always the mm-hmm. one the one thing, the itch that I just needed to scratch, you know, that I didn't know how to. I didn't think I was smart enough. I thought I was stupid in high school. Wow. I thought I was... Same. Because, I mean, I had family members who, above me, who I was, I felt like I was living in their shadow. They were getting all the lead roles, and my sister won, like, best performer at show choir competition, like, when when they only handed the individual ones, not for, like... I remember those. You know when they would do it for, like, every show choir? No, this was, like, for, like, the whole thing. We were like, holy crap. Yep. And then my brother Chase was the lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, I always wanted that award so badly. Yeah. (laughs) Never got it. It's a, it's a. Never got best soloist. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What the hell? So it's. I was the best. I was the best. (laughs) Also, by the way, uh, for uh, Jackson out there, Lincoln, 
I remember listening to Link in my senior Jackson's year. Jackson's younger brother. Jackson's mm-hmm. younger brother. And he got best male soloist. And I was the happiest camper at the competition. Because I was like, that uh, is the best male soloist. Yep. During his solo, I was singing. I was like, that is going to be him. And he got it. And I was so happy. Yes. Anyway. Lincoln <laughs> is insanely is ridiculous. talented. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. He helped us start our band, Running in Place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did he really? Now he produces it. But he was he was the original third member of the band. Yeah. yeah wow. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Yeah, but continue, but please. Anyway, the, so you found your itch. You were scratching, scratching it, it, which was uh, choir, music, was choir, the arts, music. I also did uh, athletics. I did uh, wrestling and uh, cross country, and in middle school did like soccer and um, football. And, and those and, are all the enjoyable parts. Yeah. How was middle school? Middle school. Oh, I played a lot of uh, RuneScape in middle school. <laughs> uh, that's about all I remember about middle school. Did you have a good experience? Because I, yeah. th- I think of middle school as like a dark time in everybody's oh, life. Oh, really? It's the hardest time. It was. It was middle school is so weird. hard. It was, you know, we, I had a pretty good friend group. We didn't make good decisions necessarily, but I had a good friend group who were, you know, whatever. And of course people. And you treated each other with respect? For the most part, okay. Because from I, what I remember, I'm just going off of my experience. Like I had a friend group too, but we yeah. were so mean to each other. Oh yeah. You know? I mean, I was I was like a skater boy back in the day, but I wore uh, my rollerblades. She said, I couldn't "See you later, board. boy." I did, and luckily he I said, "See you later." Boy. But picked up longboarding a couple years back, so that's pretty fun down here in downtown Iowa. Oh Cedar really? Rapids. Yeah. So that's pretty fun. Oh. Like in the Pokemon Go phase, you know? Yes. Oh, fun. and we've got some great paths here too. Oh yeah, we really do. Yeah. So okay, so you're so you're skater boy in middle school. What's the Fallout boy? Oh yeah, I like. I was listening to like heavy metal and like really. Oh my gosh, yeah. It <laughs> was. Is it like under oath? No. Uh, who, who, um, who's your heavy metal system band? System of a Down, like Disturbed. Uh, oh wow. I mean, a bunch Dis- of them. I can't Zane remember. Haddish listening to Disturbed is um, really funny to me. My dad listened to like Slipknot and stuff, and he's like a rocker. He plays guitar. Yeah. And my mom's like the singer at home, so I think that's where we got our voices from. Oh, lovely. Um, so. Um, we get our emotion from our dad, I think, because he'll cry watching that Susan Boyle on a Britain's Got Talent every time he watches. <laughs> yes, but we Susan get our, Boyle. Yeah. I forgot about her. <laughs> the uh, the um, what's the word to describe her? The she's uncomely. The, what's, she's, she's not very good looking. The wild and card. I don't she, know. That's that's her whole thing. It's like she uh, broke you, expectations you or something. She yes. Yeah. You didn't expect anything special from this person, and then she has this and most wonderful voice. Mm-hmm. Um, how was your childhood? Um. I don't think I could complain about anything. We were lower class. So, like, growing up, my parents didn't make over, like, um, probably, like, 40 grand combined. So, like, my dad and my mom were working multiple jobs usually um, to support five kids. You know what I mean? So a lot. It's a lot to do. I'm so thankful. superheroes. Oh, my God. They really are. And so I'm so thankful to have uh, two parents who, you know, were able to stick together and um, make it work for us kids because that was their sole priority, it seemed. To just make sure we got through because they, I don't know if they had an intuition about it or if it was just obligation, but they wanted to make sure that these five kids are going to grow up. They're going to do whatever they need to do. We're going to fuel their dreams. And I, I don't, I literally can't imagine growing up in any other family, Um, siblings, parents. Again, this is a shout out to them. They make up who I feel that I am today. Mm. So, really, like, I, don't know how else to describe that. They're just so supportive and all of the shows they would go and see, um, like uh, Chaplin or any any revival stuff. I love Revival Theater Company, uh, by the way. You're, you're the, that was the first time I saw you was for the photographs that you took for Chaplin. Mm. 
Those were so good. And real quick, I I actually do admire Chaplin quite a bit. And he has six Charlie for those that know him on a first name basis. Charlie Chaplin, uh, but he actually has six doctors that he consulted, and these are the same six doctors that I consult. And the first one is the sun, the second one is rest, the third one is exercise, the fourth one is diet, the fifth one is self respect, and the last one is friends. Like how do you how do you compare to that? Like that's that these guys is back in the beautiful. day from the he's obviously. One of the one geniuses. of our uh, he's a dynamo, yeah, g- geniuses of humanity. Oh my gosh, yeah, um, like him. And there's a bunch of I'm a very big admirer of uh, people who lived in the like I guess I would call them the geniuses of the time, but people who lived in the uh, 19th, uh, late 19th century and early 20th century. Charlie Chaplin, Nikola Tesla, um, George Hackenschmidt, a bunch of people who were very let's make the world better type of people. And their message and their methods really resonate with me over a hundred years later, and um, incredible. That's one of those things. When did those start resonating with you, though? About two years ago. Yeah. When? Thank you. This is a perfect circle segue back to it. Uh, about two years ago, um, when I was it two years? Ago? Yeah, about two years ago when I came back from Arizona because I was performing there for a little while, a um, couple, a few months actually, and I came back because right when pandemic started. And oh, of course, that's always a, the pandemic's what brought you back. Pandemic brought me back because I <sighs> was I had a lot of great momentum, and this is a word my mom actually coined before I wanted to title, you know, my I guess this uh, episode approach this episode. Um, but she said, "Go with your momentum," and I was like, "What the hell does she mean?" You know, mm. um, and so I, I got back and I started uh, working at Target, and this was before my sister did. So eventually, we were working together, and my brother Josh, mm-hmm. the youngest one, the genius, mm-hmm. uh, he was working there before I was, and so we were all working there <laughs> together funny. at one point. But anyway, he was like, "Listen to these books. Go through these books on audiobook." So I started listening to books like "How to Win Friends and Influence People," um, uh, "Rich Dad Poor Dad," "Think and Grow Rich," because it's like, okay, how do we get these? Um, not poor kids. I mean, we're fine. We all had jobs, and we we're sustaining ourselves. Um, but how do we get ourselves to the next level so that our parents can retire early? And so that we can all spend time together on the beach and go to Disney World and do all the things that we didn't necessarily right. get to do a ton of when we were kids. Right. You know, so that's kind of the driving factor. So two, a year and a half of listening to audiobooks in the car on my way to work. And I eventually I was like, OK, I'm going to read a book. And so I went on eBay and I looked for You went on eBay for <laughs> where all the books where are. Where all the books are. And I found this <laughs> lot for these like six Star Wars books. And I'm a huge for people who don't know, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, Lord of the Rings, uh, so, Game of Thrones, everything. Oh, yeah, big nerd. Me too, big man. Big nerd. It's man. funny, I'm I'm real literally right now. I was thinking, it's been too long since I've watched... Nerds. Shut up, Jackson, from Myths of Myria, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I need to listen to that, by the way. It's re- Please do. It's really oh good, actually. Gosh. It's about to, we, we just uh, recorded the, the season finale that comes out oh, in about a month, did. but it's it's so good. Oh, my gosh. Um, um, yeah, I'm re-watching through Star Wars right now because oh I just God. got caught up on Boba Fett. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's so good. It's, it's fun. It's you certainly know, fun. John Favreau can do no wrong. Oh my gosh! There, him. I know people have a lot of criticisms about, uh, like the animated Clone Wars series and stuff. I, I, I thought it was pretty good. <sighs> I thought it was awesome. Love the Legends continuity stuff. I haven't like watched it yet, universe. but I, I'm meaning to. Oh yeah, but I mean, him, Dave Filoni, and John Favreau, oh, they are just saving us from those sequels. Not a fan of the sequels. Sorry. To... See, I, I love but the sequels love them, because of the nostalgia. But I, I understand Sorry, that they're the, not good movies. Oh, 
Like the, the oh the prequel oh you mean the new sequels the new sequels the new not the prequels I love I love the prequels I grew up with those okay so. I was like yeah I Qui Gon and Obi Wan and Darth Maul right like yeah. Episode One's not a great movie but I love no. that but see and I don't even know because people just tell me it's not a great movie so I just be like yeah it's not a good movie but I fucking love yeah uh Phantom Menace dude don't yuck your yum right don't Alex. yuck anybody yeah. else's yum yep. I say that every day I know, Zane I know. <laughs> is, is that, you remember that from what I said that Did I remember I say that, that to you but uh, you didn't say it to me but I've uh um oh, I you heard it. To, I heard you say that that's yeah. funny yeah I say that every day don't yuck someone else's yum mm. you never make fun of someone's smile you never make fun mm. of anything that makes somebody happy mm. how dare you make fun of someone something that brings someone happiness yeah. Um, and oh, so that's funny. And so eBay, Star Wars yeah, books. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I started reading fiction. <laughs> and that's how, because originally I wanted to write a book. This was during uh, when Hello Dolly was playing uh, here at TCR. Yeah. I was like, I want to write a book. And during that time I was learning how to, teaching myself how to draw as well. Yeah. So that I can, I'm a big like, um, I guess creative in a way. So I had a dream where there's these people fighting and there's these generals in this world. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to show people what this looks like, but I don't know how to draw. I'm going to oh. learn how to draw. Oh. So we started doing that and making sketches. And now I'm like, I don't know how to write. Well, you, in order to speak, you need to listen first. I'm going to learn how to read. I'm going to learn to read other people's <gasps> stories. And then I'm going to learn to write stories. <sighs> and so that's kind of where, it, you know, it's coming full circle. But anyway, you reading are so these fiction books. Oh man! Oh, thank you. You are as well. Thank you, thank you. And um, but reading these fiction books, anyway, they led these fiction to books, read to leading self help books and physical culture books is what they were called back in the day. Not like fitness books or whatever, because right. those are buzz, buzzy kind of terms right. for like, oh, protein shake. Right. You know, I'm gonna bench press three hundred. I want some biceps too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so just more like self help, physical culture. Again, a huge admirer of the late nineteenth century, early twentieth century geniuses so to speak right, whether right. it was with their physical culture or their inventions or their creativeness you know creativeness blah, blah, blah. there we go <laughs> creativity yeah so huge admirer of those guys and that inspired me to want to be like them but in a modern day setting essentially and how do you do that you give people you give to people because mm. that's all they did they gave to people and that's all you can do i guess i think that's a perfect spot to mm -hmm. end this episode perfect <laughs> let's let's all leave this world a little bit better than we left than we found it exactly and uh let's make everybody around us happy mm -hmm. zane you're the best dude thanks so Bam. much thank you <laughs> for coming on the show will you stick around for a little bit for the post show this is the longest episode of one word stories we've ever recorded this was ah. uh we're, we're sitting about an hour and a half so Ooh. if you're still here at the end of this episode thank you so much for for lasting this was really incredible at the beginning of the episode we got some insanely valuable insight and then at the back end of it I, I love diving into your history and finding out what makes you tick because you're an enigma I, <laughs> how, how how are you so perfect Zane but now I know not but right but there's not. ways to make it appear so you're yeah, I don't you know. just have good momentum going for <laughs> you got good momentum and you will too so. and I shall as well mm -hmm. you know and I think we all have momentum in the things in certain things but maybe mm -hmm. we want more momentum in other places mm -hmm. and use these tools that you've been given today in this episode to help you going forward with that right this has been one word stories the show where we take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell I've been your host, Alex Schulte. I'm joined by Zane Haddish. This episode has been produced by Jackson Parker. We are produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, recorded in beautiful theater Cedar Rapids on the fourth floor in the Dave Schmolt Creative Suite. 
Uh, it's zero degrees outside. Zero degrees outside. We gotta go get a picture after our post show too of us fake, fake smoking cigarettes, right? And then just uh, real last, last, last thing. Oh yes, and um, any plugs? Guys, how can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram uh, at, at Zane Haddish. But if anyone has any questions about diet or they're wanting to d- develop a habit or create their momentum and, and form it and master that skill, that for that uh, skill set of foresight. Please DM me. I, I don't charge you any money. I If you're curious about these things, I want you to have the tools to better your life and those around you. So, so thank you guys. Instagram is the best way to do that. Perfect. Yeah. We're going to put your information in the bio of cool. this episode. So if you just want to scroll down a little bit, listener, and um, um, click on that link, and it give, can be give Zane a follow. And it could be simply, I want to brush my teeth every day. I want to eat this every day. I want to work right. out. Or I want to. I want my relationship with my mother and father to improve. Like, you know, anything. Right. right. Anything. So oh, thank you, guys. There's a Did we hit the end of the theme song? <laughs> <laughs> I told you this episode's running long. We couldn't, we couldn't even get out in time of, of the theme song playing through. That's really funny. Okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna go now. Sayonara. Um, did I miss anything? Oh, subscribe to LAS Plus. Yes. You asshole. You, Joe, oh. I'm sorry. Ow. I don't know why that came out. Subscribe. Yeah. No, you lovely human. Um, there's some really valuable content, really wonderful content waiting for you on LAS Plus. For 10 bucks a month, you can be a part of, of this, this insanely cool thing we're doing right here by, by giving creators a platform to make what they love. LASpodcastnetwork.com slash plus to subscribe and support local. Jackson, thanks for producing. Thank you, Jackson. You're welcome. Zane, thanks for coming in. Thank you, Alex. You got to come back sometime. I'd be honored. All right, everybody. Talk to you next Wednesday. Oh, and what's your word? Mango Mustache Media. <laughs>